Welcome back to the Love Your Story podcast. Today we are back in business interview land where we talk with professionals who have learned the true value of story in business. And they share their knowledge and ideas with us on how to use story in our professional spaces. Today, we get to talk with Rob Holmes, the founder and chief strategist of GLP Films, the leading content marketing agency dedicated to authentic storytelling and digital content strategy within the travel and outdoor industry. Rob's authentic approach to storytelling helps his clients identify and develop the best way to grow their businesses. And usually that's by helping them tell their story. He has a diverse background in multimedia production, conservation, marketing, and entrepreneurship. Rob has spearheaded partnerships with global travel brands, including international and domestic tourism boards in Peru, Mexico, Chile, just to name a few. He's created partnerships with media publications like National Geographic and Travel and Leisure. And Rob holds an MBA from the University of Washington in international business, marketing, and environment management. So with that introduction, stay tuned for my discussion with Rob about how to identify your next great story. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with and making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. Rob, welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. Let's start out your story today by adding anything you'd like to to that introduction. We're introducing the main character here, which is you. So tell us how you became a storyteller. Well, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Briefly, I'm actually a core area of my background is I'm a photographer. And I can say it really started when I was been just traveling around the world for years uh, outside of full-time jobs, freelancing. And I'd come back and I would do, you know, back then slideshows on the East Coast, on the West Coast, in different parts of the country. And there were two main comments from people. One was beautiful imagery. Uh, love the image, images that you captured, but two, and more importantly, they love the stories that I told. And these just real life stories that happened and unfolded. And so I really saw just the power of storytelling at, at a young age, coming out of college and uh, doing a lot of traveling over time. I also had a big interest in uh, documentary films. That is how I got into video. And, you know, I'll, I'll use the example of Inconvenient Truth, uh, Al Gore's documentary on climate change that came out in 2006. And that film really impacted me in really seeing uh, the power of video. And mm -hmm. so, uh, again, being a photographer, this was my transition to video and real multimedia production in, uh, with storytelling. So why do you think that storytelling is such a powerful tool? I think, you know, storytelling, and again, I always like to stress, it doesn't have to just be video. It can be video, photos, it can be uh, imagery, uh, images, it can be text and articles. Storytelling is, is a great medium just because it's a way to engage 
with uh, an audience, engage, and, and people remember. You know, studies have shown that people remember stories um, more than fact, more than numbers, because they're emotionally connected. And think back, you know, I think all of us were a child at once, and we asked our grandparents or our parents' story. Why? Because it engaged us, and it took us somewhere else. You know, you, 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 we all like uh, campfires, sitting around exchanging stories and stories. Why? Because it's engaging. So that engaging aspect is a really important aspect of storytelling. You know, we talk about that a lot on this podcast, how powerful the tool is. And when you learn how to use it, how it can just magnify your influence and your communication with other people because you are presenting something to them that, first of all, in a genre that they're going to pay attention to, that even if they tried to not tune into, they, they wouldn't be able to because story just captures our imaginations and, and pulls us in. And then it's a genre, like you say, that gives people a form for remembering. So just some hands-on, let's put this into real-life stuff. How do you use storytelling to help your clients connect with their audience or their clients. There's a lot of mediums that people can use, podcasts like this. You can use books, television, video. Um, I think it really just depends on primary channel to your audience. Mm. Uh, you know, video is, you know, a lot of just couple couple statistics here. You know, 87% of marketers use video. You know, video is also shared four times more than any other form of content. Also remember, and we're all experiencing this right now, 50% of mobile is video. So yeah. I think most importantly is what's the channel you're going to use? One big question I think for a brand or a company is what's the channel you're going to use for your audience? And also who is your audience? You know, identifying who your primary audience, you'll have secondary audiences, et cetera, but who's the primary group that you are to connect with is very important to answer. But how do you help them find their story? Finding their story I think is you know, we have sort of what we call the four P's that we use in identifying what is a, what is a story and, and how best to approach it. And they're, they're commonly used, I think, uh, in the industry and in storytelling. And those are the purpose. Uh, what is the purpose of the story? The goal behind what you're trying to create. Very important to have that fundamental baseline information on, uh, you know, what are you trying to accomplish with the story you're producing? The second P is people, or in, in our case, a lot of times, characters. Who's going to drive your story? Who's going to be the one that takes people on journey uh, from point A to point B? The third P is plot. And this is the one that gets the most interesting because people don't intuitively live well. Um, you know, we need to have some kind of conflict or problem. But it's, it's really because that's really what a plot is. It's, it's where the story arc goes, you know, again, like I just said, from point A to point B, what's the journey you take people on? But I will say um, plot or struggle is a real way. Um, we do it a lot of times because people emotionally connect to people that have a challenge, something they're trying to overcome. And it's, it's very important. And then uh, the last one is place. So you think of the location you're going to film. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be exotic, but it can strongly act uh, the overall story that you're going to produce. So these, these four P's tend to be um, a good foundation for uh, identifying a good story. Okay, so let's use an example. I, I recently saw a short clip that, um, that you guys did on Mina. 
um, if you can you tell us a little bit about her and then kind of break down those four P's into how you put her story together? Sure. Uh, Mina Gooley uh, is uh, a woman that uh, used to be a lawyer and now she founded uh, several years ago an uh, international water conservation uh, organization that's looking at the, the global water crisis. We have a water crisis. They think that the primary way to solve the crisis is by turning off the tap when they brush their teeth and taking shorter showers. What most people don't realize is that the vast majority of water that they use every single day goes into the things that we use, buy and consume. Probably wearing a pair of shoes, a pair of jeans, a shirt, a jacket, talking to me on the phone, looking at your computer. All of those things took more water to make than all the water you have drunk in your entire lifetime. When you look at these four Ps, you know, the purpose in the story or the video in this case that we created was really looking at, uh, you know, trying to educate people on better health and technology, uh, safe ways to drink water and, and or get access to water and using a real life example or role model, in this case, Mina, uh, because again, she's been on an amazing journey. And, and so the purpose behind it was good storytelling around uh, better health and technology and, and safe water. When looking at obviously the Karis cases, Mina and her journey, her journey, she had an amazing adventure that she was just doing this past year, where she was running, and I'm not kidding here, 40 marathons in 40 days across six continents that contain most uh, very important waterways. So is uh, the the challenge or conflict? She's not a born athlete, and she makes it very clear in this story. You know, she's just a regular person. Uh, wanted to have an impact in spreading the issue of water, uh, the water crisis and the importance of water conservation. And she set a very task of, I, I can't even imagine, and I'm a runner uh, trying to run 40 marathons in 40 days. So the conflict in this case, or the plot uh, is very clear. And it was a almost impossible feat with an amazing goal. And I think lastly, okay, well, where are we going to have this filmed? Where are we going to put this? And so that's the last piece is place. And in this case, uh, what better than in the U.S. to choose the Grand Canyon outside of a major city, Vegas. And that was really a, a great backdrop for talking about water, the water issue and the water crisis. And uh, so all put together was me and this story. Well, and in watching this um, the video that you guys created for her, it's really beautifully done with the music, with the clips, with, you know, you tell this story and Mina as a character, she started out with um, back problems, I believe it was. And, you know, they told her that she wouldn't be able to, was it walk or run again or anyway. And, and you know, and part of her challenge here, part of the character challenge was, am I going to let this doctor define what I can and can't do. So not only was she dealing with this Herculean effort and feat of this kind of running, but also against overcoming obstacles in her own life and her own health. And that's all part of what you have woven in to the video and the story. And really, how long was it? Like three or four minutes? I think the final version, we created multiple versions. I mean, that's sort of the work we do. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, this one with three minutes which tells her story and I mean you just really did beautiful work on that and um, so tell me what type of results have you seen 
as you've helped your clients tell these stories? What kind of response do they get from their audiences? Well, I think first and foremost, when we work with a client or a partner, um, you know, we want to know up front, you know, what are some of their key goals and objectives with producing a new story? And there are a, a lot of the benefits and results that we see is, again, our medium, our primary medium is video. So I do want to say it does not have to be video, other mediums, like I mm -hmm. said, photographs, uh, articles, whatnot. But for video and for our work, it's allowing brands or, or uh, companies to represent themselves. It's allowing them to educate audiences. It's allow, I think, most importantly, to really show the heart and soul behind a brand. Um, you know, again, authentic storytelling that we really pursue and focus on. It's, it's not a promotional vehicle. It's a, it's a way to engage. And when you look at uh, social media these days and, and the time that people have, um, you really want to engage and capture people, but engage in an authentic way. And so the results we've seen is it's allowed um, people to show a different side of a brand. It's allowed, obviously, on the business side, it's allowed companies to increase sales. And because they're engaging with people and people say, wow, I want to hike up uh, take this trek to Machu Picchu, for instance, you know, a lot of the global work that we've done. So I think first and foremost, we set the goals and objectives that the partner has, and then how can we accomplish them through video and through uh, great storytelling. What are your feelings about story in general? The reasons that you choose to work with story, the things that you understand about story, what, what words of wisdom can you impart to the listeners about story that maybe I haven't asked about yet? I think the part that engages me most is the ability to connect with end consumer. Again, looking at the business side of what are your goals and objectives and who's the target audience and whatnot. Once those are all confirmed, what we really appreciate and what I enjoy is you can tell just, a, you can really engage with almost anyone by telling a very effective story. And that, that's, that's powerful. You know, there could be definitely a very solid business component behind it. But I think what we pride ourselves on in the nine years of work is people just love the stories that we produce. Mm -hmm. And so I think that ability to have a very strong business component to it, but also a very strong and, and uh, objective and authentic approach to getting that message out to people and engaging and emulating change or getting people excited, you know, and, and again, this is a paid piece. There was, you know, it, it's a paid piece, but it was done. It's not your typical advertisement. And that's the power of story is that it allows people will engage and consume it and share it and, and really be excited. I think that's far different than a, your typical advertisement that you see on television or in a magazine. You typically pass over it. Um, and, and so it just allows you to really connect with people and accomplish almost both sides in entertaining the consumer, but also helping the company or brand or nonfit or whoever's behind it accomplish theirs. So it's sort of a win-win on both sides. Absolutely. Well, and that's what we talk about so much in the business aspect of the Love Your Story podcast is helping business people to understand how powerful that story tool is. Because, you know, some people are auditory learners or visual learners or kinesthetic learners, but with 
story, it's the genre that you're going to be able to connect with everybody. So it's just this phenomenal tool of why wouldn't you use it? And if you're not currently using it, take some time to sit back and reevaluate your marketing strategies and your strategies for connecting with employees. And, you know, where can you use story that you're not? Because it is just this powerful tool that, you know, you can leave it sitting there on the desk and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, story, everybody uses story, or you can actually use it on purpose, like you're helping your clients do. And then it just becomes a powerful tool that you're using on purpose. What are the favorite stories that you've helped your clients tell? I think one of the more powerful stories we've told, and again, our focus is two main areas, uh, the travel industry and uh, sort of the sustainability uh, industry. Our original name actually uh, was Green Living Project. And so we did a rebranding about to go to shorten it to GLP and, and GLP films eventually. Mm. But uh, one of the more popular ones we did, it's not in travel, it's not in sustainability was just the power of content and the power of video was we were in the Congo, the DR Congo in Central Africa. And long story short, uh, three months after we were there filming, it, it was a wildlife conservation piece, a highly endangered animal called the Okapi. Uh, it's only found in the East Congo. Three months after we were there, rebels came in and wiped out the entire place that we had been there. Um, you know, wiped out all the people got killed, people were captured, all the animals uh, that were in held in captivity for re research were killed, and wow. just a very devastating situation. And the executive director for the organization texted me that day saying, this just happened, I don't know if you saw the news. And it really gave us the opportunity, one, in working with exclusive content. And I think for us, it was really how can we tell a story that one is going to help this organization rebuild effectively? Because if you see this tragedy, if you're an invest, if you're you know a, a donor or whatnot, say I'm not going to invest in this. Uh, crazy part of the world or in Africa and so it really gave us a, an opportunity one make change with and help an organization and two really engage consumers and so we created ultimately a series of videos uh, and films that captured the emotion and really showed the importance of the story here and the people behind it and the long-term potential in rebuilding. So, you know, we're, we were hit with a tragedy and through effective storytelling, they raised um, over $250,000, the most they've ever before. And it was a really nice, I think, you know, sort of the, the only positive you could have out of a horrible tragedy in story out to new consumers. And, you know, they're, they're thriving now. But back at that moment, we really saw it as our, responsibility and opportunity to help them and everyone connected to it to rebuild. So it just showed the power of story, in my opinion. Oh, thank you for sharing that story. I'm really um, heartsick about what happened, but I'm, I think that's a beautiful example and I thank you for sharing it with us. As we close up the interview, do you have any other thoughts or ideas that you want to share? Well, one thing I can do, and again, because uh, again, we work a lot of brands and organizations for storytelling is sort of a couple tips um, just in, in how best to approach and, and sort of get started in identifying a story. 
And there are just four questions that I think folks can use. Um, one is, uh, what are five key words that best represent your brand or organization? And this really gets into the core DNA behind your brand and to try it and doing that first step in identifying personal stories. A second question is, what is something unique and untold about your brand? And again, same thing, it, this will help. It's a really great process um, in asking these kind of questions. Uh, and this will help identify what's a compelling story that hasn't been shared or needs to be shared that will engage your target audience. A third question is, who are the people that most the, uh, matter the most to your brand? And this will help identify the key characters. You know, we, we do a, a story on an organization. It's not necessarily the CEO or the top person. It could be, um, you know, just someone on the lowest level that really encapsulates a brand and, and is a really great spokesperson. And then lastly, what are some of the key issues uh, that your brand cares about? And this gets into the purpose and, and, and story um, and why you should be telling your story. So I think there are a lot of great tools out there and, and we help a lot of nations just to get started, but that foundation is so important in ultimately identifying your story. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate having you on the podcast today. Thanks for taking the time. I know you are busy and have lots of things going on and we appreciate you sharing what you've learned and what you know as a professional and what you implement every day. So thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. It was great. Rob's tips are some great ideas to sit down and really dig into for a minute as you consider the stories for your own business. Sit down, take a minute, flesh those out, and the pieces will start to come together for you. If you want additional help, which most people really do, frankly, I have the Story Launchpad workshop that we do. It's a full day, goes from nine to five, and we spend the whole day finding your stories, helping you find your stories, strategizing their use, and then practicing them. Um, we break into small groups and do practicing. If you're interested in that, go to the website, www.loveyourstorypodcast.com. Go to the Contact Us page and just send me an email. Say, let me know when the next workshop is. I'll get you in on all of the bonuses and plugs for early registration for the next one. Um, it's a phenomenal one day. By the time you leave, you are ready to rock and roll with your stories. And it's nice to have the help to be able to do that, not just try to carve out the time on your own and muddle your way through. So we're here to help you find your stories. If you're interested in finding out more about Rob Holmes and GLP Films. Easy to find, glpfilms.com. You can also find them on Instagram and Twitter to follow them, GLP Films, just one word. And the Mina Gooley film that we talked about in the interview, you can also find that on their website on glpfilms.com. Thank you for tuning in today. Hope you got some amazing content that you can start to work with as you start exploding your stories and really using them to increase your influence. We will see you next week. And if you want the Love Your Story t-shirts, those are available online on the website. Of course, you can comment on the website, any of these episodes. And remember, if you're not subscribed, to subscribe, rate, and review. We would love that. And also, when you're subscribed, the new episode will pop up every Wednesday in your feed. So it's ready to rock and roll. You can listen to it on the go. Have a great week out there telling your stories, and we'll see you next week.